Hey, 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 players. Happy Pride Month. This is your girl co-host, co-founder, Nadia, and I am so excited and so happy to bring to you our next two, yes, two episodes. See, guys, we have this entree question that seemed very, very, very surface level, but when we dug in, it got very filling. So um, happy Pride Month because one thing that we definitely do in this episode is we talk about freedom and we talk about pride. And we do this with our and we do this with our very, very first guest co-host, Marquis. Marquis is the CEO of That Sonola and baby, when I tell you, he definitely gave us some food for thought. He gave us some food for thought. So without any further ado and wait players, we're gonna go ahead and jump into part one of why you single why you single player here we go hello players and welcome to ready that hello you guys welcome back to our ready set date game dating experience um we are so excited to be here with you today as we um, kind of wrap up our entree section. And um, I'm really, really excited about that because we're getting into some meats and potatoes. We're getting into some lobster and some steak. So very, very excited yes, about honey, that for you guys. We, we do not pick around the plate, okay? When we are at dinner, we eat. We okay? eat. All right, so... Um, just a little recap of our dating experience and what the game is, guys. Again, it's a connection. It allows you to talk and to really be invested into the person that you're speaking with. Engaging conversation, a playful conversation. You know, I've seen a lot of very serious games out there. This is playful, and we dig in a little bit, as you'll see with Entree. So let's talk about how the game is played. Absolutely. So listen, like we just said, we're drinking girls. Don't get, don't get it twisted, but we definitely <laughs> like to have great meals. And when we get the opportunity, we are foodies. We eat. So listen, so we are starting this meal with a cocktail, of course. Then we move to appetizer, entree, dessert, and nightcap. So your game is spread out through these five courses. You actually have two different types of questions. So you have your multiple choice questions where you and your date get to pick from A, B, C, or D. You pick the one that is most indicative of you, and then you, boom, you show your cards and your date does the same. Now, we get this all the time. I'm A, I'm B, I'm C, I'm D, I'm all of those girls. We all have multiple personalities. Guess what? This is your game, and you can pick all four of them if you want to because the goal, as Nadia said, is to get to know the person sitting across from you. Now, outside of the multiple choice questions, you also have the discussion questions. Now, these are questions where you really get to dig into your past, tell a great story, paint a picture for your date, and really just have a really nice discussion. Now, if your date leaves you on a cliffhanger and you need to know more, you always have the tell me more card that you can pull out and say, uh-uh, Playa, I'm going to need some more details. And then we have a few other cards because we actually want you to keep scoring this game. Yes. So again, like Shani said, we are all grown, so we can choose how we play this game. But if you want to score, if you're that type of person that says, hey, I need to figure out how I'm feeling after this is over, you can absolutely score. So those responses to your date's questions that you like, you go ahead and give them a heart because you love it. 
And those responses to those questions that you those responses that you don't love, that you don't like, you're going to give them a ghost. Uh-uh. So at the end, you can tally those up and see how many ghosts you have, how many hearts that you have. Now, Janice always brings up a good point, or is it Nadia? One of y'all bring up a good point, saying, "Okay, no, well, it's, what I, is, if it's a good point, it's, it's me." Definitely me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely me. So they're like, "Okay, say they had all hearts, but they responded that they were gonna kill somebody." Now, oh, that was Janice. Okay, so that was Janice. You play, yeah. It's up to the player to decide how they felt about those hearts and those ghosts. But the fun thing is also you figure out who you like, like those responses start to shape for you. Like, okay, these are some trends that I'm seeing for myself. So this, this date is very, um, this game is very informative and you can kind of figure out yourself as well. Also, you can take this game and you can stack the deck if you are the owner player. So say you only want to discuss kind of softball questions. You put those softball questions in your date and you answer those questions say you need to know other things say you want to you want to dig into some you know how what what is it like in the bedroom player then you stack the deck accordingly today is a special day players we have a special guest and rather than bringing them in at the end we are going to have our guests for the entire podcast so please players Let me introduce you to Marquis. Marquis is a player and he is also the CEO and founder of That's So Nola Entertainment, um, a company that curates social interactions inspired by New Orleans, specifically focused on the black LGBTQ plus community. So we're super excited. Let's give Marquis a hand and welcome him to Ready Set Day. That's so Nola. Roses, 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 flowers, flowers, flowers. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, As Ruba said, I did get a chance to play the game. Uh, Just full disclosure, I am in a relationship, so that might change some perspectives. So uh, a little bit about what I did with the game was I got to play the game in two ways. So I played it one-on-one with my partner, and then we also did a group session. We played it with another couple. So what was very interesting to me was I've been in my relationship for about a year now. And so when we played one-on-one, it was very exciting to me because it almost felt like the early stages, like when you were first dating the person. Like we've been together around for a year, but literally when we sat down, it like forced us to sit down and feel like we're on a first date again. So believe it or not, when y'all asked me to play the game, and we did it, I was nervous like a first date. And you know what? <laughs> he made it feel like a first date because like the side eye I was getting, I was like, oh shit, I should probably know this. But a year later, I don't know this. So, I'm sure y'all got footage, but I got a lot of side eyes. <laughs> There was there were some points where Marquis looked up at me as I was like observing their day because I they kind of played in one of our you know live sessions and he was like are you recording this? <laughs> well, we have some pictures of your partner definitely with the side eye like bro really. 
Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yikes, maybe I should know this. So so I guess the point is, is no matter what level you are in your relationship, this is helpful for your relationship. And um, ultimately, it was just fun. Like, you know, it was no pressure. Um, you know, it kind of felt like I was on a game show. You know what I'm saying? The nervousness was great, but ultimately it was just a fun way to get to know your partner more and to figure out what you know and what you thought you knew and mm-hmm. how things have changed mm-hmm. and progressed and shopping. That's so, so funny, that Marquis, because... So then we did... That's, okay, yeah, I think that's funny, Marquis, because you're not the only couple that's been together for over a year that's told us this, is that things shift. And the interesting thing is that you said just in a year's time, things have shifted a little bit. And so we did have some couples that have played um, and been together for multiple years and like, man, I did not realize that these thought processes shift as much. That's, that's super interesting to me. Yeah, I think it's also different, too, is because it's not traditional how we met because we met during, you know, during COVID. We actually mm. met right before COVID, um, you know, uh, at the beginning, they were called Quarantine Bay, and then they got upgraded <laughs> to Relationship Bay. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's a different experience because we actually learned that we like each other because we quarantined together, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that was great. So the one-on-one was awesome. Okay, so the group thing was even more interesting because I thought it would, I thought it would be different. But you know what? The side eyes stayed. <laughs> oh, so you just you're just continuing. Okay, gotcha. The, the side eyes continue. I was like, oh, so you're not gonna act right in front of in front of family? Like we deal with other people. You're not about to act right. No, no, no! You about to show off the monkey? But the other couple was showing off too, Marquis. You remember? You remember? So I have a question, Marquis. Did you get the okay. same questions from your single date that you did with your um, couple's date? I did not. The questions were totally different. They were totally different questions. None of the questions from my single date was from the group date, which you know kept it fun and interesting. Um, but I think it would have probably been interesting if we got a recap question. We probably would have thought we was on board and gave each other high fives. Like, oh, I know this answer. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I could have slipped one in so we could look great in front of the other couple. Like, oh, yeah, we got it. <laughs> I would think that in the future. So stack that deck. Yeah. Hey, stack that deck next time. Stack that deck. So that is yeah, so, so that's great. my experience with the game. So overall, just a very fun experience. And in a group setting, it's even more fun. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Awesome. So, okay, this week, players, I'm sorry that there is no official recap with Ruba. But our last podcast. No, no, it, no, no. This week, it is recap with Ruba. There's no research <laughs> with Ruba this week. So, oh, yes. But you do have a recap. Reset. You're right. So, You're right. So, so something still to be excited about. Something to be learned here. Go ahead. Yes. So last time in research with Ruba, we talked about um, some reasons why uh, relationships end. And one interesting fact came up with, it said based on breakup statistics, the same-sex unmarried couples had lower breakup rates than straight unmarried couples and we were like hmm we need to know more about this like what what could be some causes and so we actually have a special guest on mr marquis who 
is actually in a same-sex uh, relationship. So we're going to pose this question to him and like see if we can get some insight. So Marquis, what do you think about that? Yeah, so I feel the need to just start with a disclaimer and say I do not represent the entire gay community. <laughs> that we are not monolith and that we all have different experiences. So do not take this as an answer for everybody. Um, for me, I found that I found that I found that statistic to be very interesting because in my experiences, I find that like a lot of my friends, like I'm the friend that does like to be in a relationship. But I find that a lot of my friends are not in relationships because, I mean, ultimately, they, they just want to be hoes. I don't think ho is a bad word. I think ho is is liberating. And that brings me to my other side of, of the statistics. So I said that I don't know a lot of people who maintain long-term relationships. But when I think about it, I feel like same-sex relationships probably could last longer because I think there's a certain level of sexual liberation and sexual oh. ex exploration that maybe is less taboo in a same-sex relationship than as a heteronormative type relationship. And so with those freedoms of maybe exploring, exploring things, exploring kinks, exploring fetishes, I think in the gay community, we're more open to that. So like, you know, be like, I'm into feet, you know? Stick your feet in my face, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and <laughs> stick your feet in my not face. Be as open to that. But that yeah, makes so much sense. Let's try it. It does. It does yeah. because you're you're so you're already quote unquote breaking from tradition. So yeah. there's more space to allow quote unquote unconventional practices That's in the relationship. Yeah. yeah, to be able to like truly go there. And, um, and, and it leads to longer relationships. I think ultimately, um, ready, said date is trying to get there, um, in a way because it's just about being unafraid or, you know, unabashed with what your experiences have been and being very clear about who you are and putting that up on the table. So I think in a way, like that's, that's just totally indicative of what ready, said date wants to do is just make you unafraid to, be yourself and and have yes. that open and, and open honest you know communication and acceptance from your partner. So, so I don't know. I, I, I think that makes sense. Absolutely. That definitely Absolutely. makes sense. And I think once we talk about like just being open and being honest and we talk about, you know, fetishes versus non-fetishes and, you know, and just the way that we're living our dating life out here, I'm going to go to what we asked last week. So last week we asked those that wrote in a very, I tried to make it a very beautiful, pretty fluffy question, Ooh. but the question is just plainly <laughs> and simply, um, why are you single? Why are you single? Okay, players. So that is part one of Entree Question, Why Are You Single? What I love about this is the experience that we had with this amazing co-host. And we're going to continue and figure out, you know, why he's not single, but also why your co-founder is single and some of the people, some of the players that have written in. But what I loved about this episode is that Marquis talked about playing with his partner and being in a relationship and those aha moments, right? And then he also talked about playing in a group setting and just the way that you can use Ready, Set, Date to be really engaging with just more than you and someone that you're on a date with. So um, listen in and we'll get to part two soon enough. Thank you guys. Remember, um, subscribe, 
and share this podcast with five of your closest friends. Go to our website, readysetdategame.com. Write into us if you haven't written in yet at readysetdategame at gmail.com and readysetdate across all platforms. All right, we'll be looking for you on our next podcast or our lives.